It's a new day. The day star arises in our hearts, visiting us. And every time God visits your life, never remains the same. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to welcome you to another time of development class and this is 300 level and this morning before i announce the topic i have a simple uh is a game or question i will call it uh for you uh my name is uh dunamis tundiokuno i'm the lead pastor of shouts of grace nation all right let's go to the question who am i i have no respect for justice I maim without killing. I break hearts and ruin lives. I am cruel and malicious and gather strength with age. The more I'm quoted, the more I'm believed. I flourish at every level of society. My victims are helpless. They cannot protect themselves against me because I have no name and no face. To track me down is impossible. The harder you try, the more elusive I become. I am nobody's friend. Once I tarnish a reputation, it is never the same. I topple governments and ruin marriages. I destroy careers and cause heartache and sleepless nights. I wreck churches and separate Christians. I spawn suspicion and generate grief. Make innocent people cry on their pillow. On their pillows. Even my name hisses. Who am I? Are you guessing right? Well, I am gossip. I just described what gossip can do. And um, we'll be discussing uh, everything around gossip in 300 level. Gossip has destroyed many people, tarnished more reputations, broken more friendships, and split more churches than anything I'm aware of. Gossip is quickly told, quickly heard, and quickly spread. Worst of all, gossip is quickly believed. People will confess to theft, to adultery, even murder, but no one confesses to gossip. When we listen to gossip, it goes into our inmost parts. Gossip sinks its teeth into our hearts, souls, and minds, and corrupts us like a fast-spreading cancer. No wonder gossip is a major tool in the hand of the devil. Why are we teaching about this in development school? Because we don't want gossip in Shadow Grace Nation. We don't want that spirit operating around us or within us. How does God see gossip? Let's go into the scripture. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. It says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now let me read the Amplified Version. It said, Let no foul or polluting language, no evil word, no unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good, beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace that is God's favor to those who hear it. 
The very next verse says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you are sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured for the day of redemption of final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. So we see that gossip is considered a sin because it grieves the Holy Spirit. The scripture calls it foul, polluting language. What is gossip? How can we define gossip? Gossip describes a person who habitually reveals personal or sensational facts, rumors, or reports of an intimate nature that are none of his business. Notice none of his business. Gossip will include one, talking about other people's business and things that do not concern you. Two, repeating what someone else said, even though you don't know whether or not it is true. Three, talking to others as if you are aware, as if you were an authority about matters that are other people's business, when in reality you don't know what you are talking about. In other words, one of the greatest things uh, we should uh, abstain from and avoid is gossip. Now, there's a difference between gossip and slander. And I'll quickly, uh, you know, tell us the difference. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 20, in the Passion Translation, it says, Now I'm afraid that when I come to you, I may find you different than I desire you to be. And you may find me different than you would like me to be. Then it says, I don't want to find you in disunity, with jealousy and angry outbursts, with selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and tumor. So we see in 2 Corinthians 2.20, in the Passion Translation, they use the words gossip and slander. Biblically, gossip is sharing information that ought not to be shared. Now, it may be true or it may not be true. Oh, did you hear somebody did that? Oh, did you hear this person? And it, 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 we, we, there are certain churches where people will gather after service and all they do is gossip. Talk to people about other people, gist about what people are wearing, what they are not wearing, how the pastor was sipping water during the message, how the members wore one kind of shoe. All those things are gossips. All right? Now, those who gossip, they justify sharing personal private information that, that is nobody's business to share. In their mind, it's fine to destroy things like relationships and reputations because they say, hey, if it's true, then they deserve it. On the other hand, slander is spreading false information. That's the difference. Gossip could be something true or not true. In terms of slander, it is never true. We need to understand that one can be gossiping and slandering at the same time, and one can be gossiping and not slandering at the same time. In other words, gossip can be true and slander is false. True or not, the reality is, is, is that in Shadow Grace Nation, we follow the scripture. We don't share other people's personal or private things because that is gossip. Gossip is listed as a sin. The King James Bible calls it whispering, to whisper. Why will you call it whispering? Because those who repeat or listen to gossip know this kind of talk is wrong and could get them in trouble. 
Therefore, they whisper their tidbits of information in secret rather than in public. You don't find such people in public talking. It's always in secret. And they whisper. Have you heard? Did you know? Did you see? Did you know? All of that are gossips. Now, the Bible warns sternly against it. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, uh, the Bible says, You should study to be quiet, to do your own business, and to walk with your own hands, as we commanded you. Look at what it says there. Study to be quiet, do your own business. In other words, don't be concerned with other people's business. By using this word in this verse, Apostle Paul was calling on his readers to refuse to be busybodies. Someone whose uh, behavior fits that description might be known for eavesdropping, snooping into other people's business, intruding into other people's personal matters, prying into the affairs of others, gossiping about other people. In other words, someone who behaves himself in this manner would definitely fall into the category of a busybody. In other words, instead of poking around in matters that have, that have nothing to do with us, we are to keep our mouths shut, keep our eyes from wandering, and focus on our own personal affairs. People who gossip don't have time for their life. The time they used to pray, connect to God, develop their maturity, they use it to gossip. We don't have a right to delve into the private matters of other people or whom we have no responsibility. In such cases, we need to take a firm stand and refuse to allow gossip or hurtful information to enter our ears. In other words, there are two ways to this. To this. If you find that you have tendencies for gossip, as you are coming to the shadow of Grace Nation, you consciously work on it and refuse to gossip. You deal with the habit. On the other hand, if you are like what I would call you know, dumping ground where, you know, they gossip to you. You enjoy, it's like having an itchy air. You enjoy gossip. Then you also need to be careful because what they are doing to you is to make you like a refuse dump where they dump all their ideas. You need to realize that a gossip needs somebody to unload to. Make sure you are not that person they are unloading to. All right? When the, what, what do we do when the information is accurate people mistakenly assume that if the information they are telling is accurate then it isn't gossip but why would gossip be more acceptable to god just because a person is repeating accurate information about someone else's affairs the reality is that it is not your business it is not your affair it is still none of that person's business. Besides, even when people think that they are separating, uh, they are repeating accurate information, most of the time it isn't accurate. But accurate or not, no one has the right to go around delving into other people's business. An experiment was uh, conducted years ago on communication. A, uh, a set of people, I think about 20 or more, sat in a circle and the first person whispered an information into the next person's ears and the instruction was they should pass the information to the last person by the time they it got to the last person the last person was saying something entirely different from what the first person said that is what gossip does now where does gossip come from it comes straight from hell this is why you should disconnect yourself from it in james chapter 3 verse 6 
It says the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. It is set on fire of hell. In the message translation, it says a careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on reputation, send the old world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. You see how the Bible begins to warn us against gossip. The flames of hell ignite gossip. Satan is behind all gossip, true or false, either directly or indirectly. When we listen to gossip, we give the devil a foothold in our lives. When we speak gossip, we are speaking as Satan wants us to speak. As the old saying goes, a gossiper is the devil's postman. Where else does gossip come from? From the evil of a person's heart. In Luke chapter 6 verse 45, the Bible says people are known in the same way. I'm reading the Passion Translation. Out of the virtue stored in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruit. But out of the evil hidden in their hearts, evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit and will be heard in your words. When we allow sinful natures to control our hearts, evil fills our souls and evil spews out of our mouths. May you not be a victim of gossip in Jesus' name. Where else does gossip come from? It comes from idleness. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 13. Without the land to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also, and busybodies speaking things which they ought not. And these days, people don't go from house to house alone. They go from WhatsApp chats to WhatsApp chats. You understand what I'm saying? Just chats and WhatsApp. How has it been? Did you know what happened? Did you see that? Did you know that? All of that can be categorized as gossip. And they are forbidden in Shouts of Grace Center. Where else does gossip come from? It comes from hatred and envy. Psalm 109 verses 2 and 3. CEV translation. It says, destructive and deceitful lies are told about me. Hateful things are said for no reason. So it can come from hatred and from, uh, from envy. The next thing I want to quickly address is why gossip is very dangerous. You see, gossip is always trouble. It obscures the truth. It drives us away from God. Gossip ruins reputations. Gossip destroys relationships. It divides churches. Why is gossip dangerous? Number one, it's a wound. Gossip is a wound. In Proverbs 18.8, it says, The words of a tale-bearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Ha! Come on now. Gossip permanently blemishes our view of the person being discussed. It becomes a wound. It goes into your heart and you have a warped view of the person you are talking about. Once that picture uh, uh, gets into our minds, it's very hard to erase it. It's simply a fact that we almost never forget a bad report we've heard about someone else. As a member of Shadow Grace Nation, if uh, anybody comes around you to gossip, to discuss people, pastors, members, discourage it discourage it 
show your displeasure at such. All right? Every time we see the person about whom we heard the gossip, that rumor will be resurrected in our minds. It becomes a wound, a mark, a stain in our memory. It affects our prayer life. It affects our productivity. It affects our thoughts. All right? So you don't want that kind of wound in your life. The second reason why our gossip is dangerous is because you will be judged. You will be judged. I mean, that, that's, that's really, really powerful there. You will be judged. Now, in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 37, Matthew 12, 37, look at what it says. It says, For by thy words thou shalt be judged, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. In other words, what we say through gossip will, be, will bring judgment unto justification or unto condemnation. May we not be condemned in Jesus' name. That condemnation even begins from the earth as a gossip because it affects your prayer life. All right. In the Passion Translation of Matthew 12, 37, it says, Your very words will be used as evidence against you, and your words will declare you either innocent or guilty. Number three, reason why uh, gossip is dangerous. It's destructive and can cause its victim to become suicidal or go into depression or despondency. In James chapter 3, verse 8, Passion Translation, he said, But the tongue is not able to be tamed. It is fickle, unrestrained, evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. Gossip is like a wildfire gone out of control. We try to put it out, we try to control it, but the gossiper keeps pouring gas on the fire. Like a forest fire that is beyond control, gossip takes a life of its own. The story grows and changes the more gossip is spread. The story even grows within the mind of the gossiper. Number four reason why gossip is dangerous. Gossip is the language of those who have rejected Christ. Listen to these verses, Romans chapter 1, 20 to 30, Passion Translation. He said, because they thought it was worthless to embrace the true knowledge of God, God gave them over to a worthless mindset to break all rules of proper conduct. Their sinful lives became full of every kind of evil, wicked schemes, greed, cruelty. Their hearts overflowed with jealous cravings and with conflict and strife, which drove them into hateful arguments and murder. They are deceitful liars full of hostility. They are gossips who love to spread malicious slander. With inflated egos, they hurl hateful insults at God. And yet they are nothing more than arrogant boasters. They are rebels against their parents and totally immoral. You see, in verse 29, it said they are gossips. And because of what they do, they, are, they, are, they, are, they rejected Christ and God gave them unto a reprobate mind. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Number five, reason why gossip is dangerous. Gossip destroys precious relationships and scattered churches. It destroys precious relationships and scattered churches. In Proverbs 16, 28, it says, Troublemakers start fights. Gossips break up friendships. In a few seconds, gossip can ruin a friendship that took years to build. Not only does gossip ruin friendship, gossip can do great harm to a church. People leave churches when they believe gossip. People leave churches when they have been wounded by gossip. 
churches have split over gossip started by a single person you see why gossip is dangerous and why we will not tolerate it in shout of grace nation lastly how do you deal with a gossip very quickly number one walk away walk away from a gossip when you turn and walk away from a gossiper you literally paralyze his ability to discuss things that are not his business to discuss you see in order for the words of a gossip to be successful there must be two parties involved the gossiper and the listener without a listener the gossiper's voice is silenced if there's no one to listen there's nothing to tell that is why proverbs 6, 26 20 says where no wood is the fire goes out so where there's no tail bearer where there's no tail bearer the strife will cease number two shut them down nicely if you're unable to walk away shut them down nicely there are many times when the gossip is trying to talk and then you simply respond and say excuse me should we be talking like this or maybe you should have said excuse me but i don't believe it is right for us to talk like this and i cannot be a part of this conversation you can even say excuse me this conversation makes me uncomfortable i don't think i want to be a part of it when you do that you shut down the gossip when you choose to listen to the gossip instead of walking away ask yourself how did you feel afterwards clean or dirty faithful or unfaithful and tarnished were you glad were you glad you listened to those words that was whispered to you behind closed doors in proverbs 20 19 gossips can't keep secrets so never confide in blabber mouths when someone begins to gossip to you tell them plainly i don't want to hear any gossip we don't want gossip in our church don't worry about offending them by telling them you don't want to hear any gossip gossipers need to be put in their place number three make a decision make the decision today to refrain from gossiping as you become a member of shadow grace nation refuse to even listen to it the next time someone starts to run the mouth and talk about things that are not east his business confront that person about what he's doing if he chooses to continue gossiping walk away from such person and maintain your integrity before god and before those who have been discussed how do you know if you are a gossip or you have a tendency since the word gossip really means to whisper it will be good when you're about to tell something you had to first ask yourself will i say these things publicly will i say this in front of the person i'm talking about if your answer is no you can conclude that you shouldn't say it privately either number four learn to overlook an offense the bible says he that covereth a transgression seeketh love but he that repeated a matter separated chief of friends overlooking an offense is an act of love and friendship it's a sign of christian maturity churches are a family sometimes family members offend family members don't be surprised when it happens we're too quick to get offended sometimes we're too quick to tell others about how another church member offended us it is wrong god says overlook the offense if you must talk about the offense talk to the person who offended you and that person alone number five learn to confront the gossiper ephesians 4 15 says speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ so this is where i will stop on this teaching the baseline is that we don't gossip in shadow grace nation and we don't allow ourselves to be gossiped to we avoid it hallelujah the last part of 300 level are ethics 
and uh, some of the things we should take note in Shadow Grace Nation. You will find them as a text below this uh, video. Kind of go through them. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed the class. Be blessed. This is Shadow Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah.